Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is May 5th, 2021. Sinkhole de Mayo, as it's referred to. I have a sinkhole in my in my yard, Jimmy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's it's very frightening. Make sure you don't drive a car into it. I've seen videos. We it, there's no no access over there. But yeah, we've we've got a pretty sizable sinkhole in our side yard. It's concerning. Uh, I can't wait to get out of this town. But you know what? <laughs> Everybody's here. It's listening to boy two thirteen. Please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. Uh, I can't tell you how much leaving the thumbs up and sharing the video helps. But uh, donate a super chat. You'll get your question or statement read on the air. If you want to ask more questions, well, I got a Q&A show going up every week. You get your question asked every single week over there, FightfulSelect.com. And, uh, Jimmy, we, we broke a big one over there this week. You know, this used to be Floyd Mayweather Day. Floyd May. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. It used to fight Cinco I mean, de Mayo every year. It, it's a big boxing day. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And and Mayweather used to always fight on this day. Uh, he did it a lot. Yeah. I have a question for you before we jump into the first topic. I have to ask Sean Ross up a question. Okay. What do you think of Bubba the Love Sponge? <laughs> He's ridiculous. What a, what a worthless piece of garbage he is. I saw you go off on him talking about the Savage oh. Talk, and I was like, I so have to ask Sean Ross up about they They fun. took out the wedding snake story so they could fit Bubba the Love Sponge's stuff. And not, not directly because of it, but you could have went completely without Bubba the Love Sponge in that documentary. Or, uh, I don't know, the fake Jerry Lawler story. Or, I don't know, Dan Sauter talking about how it's such a macho man way to die. That was bad. I can't believe that made it through. They misspelled Lex Luger's name. Like, who is doing the work here? Who's doing the editing on this? Sauter was bad. Uh, and he even kind of acknowledged it as he's continuing to talk. I, it was I, bad. Think, I think he got like two lines in and he's like, I got to fix what I just said. But that's when you turn to a producer and you say, hey, do not use that. Yes. Please don't use that. Which apparently people do not do with A&E because Vince McMahon let that roddy piper thing run last week too That's because vince thought it was funny he still did i'm sure he did but you could yeah. tell he also thought the same thing because right after he went roddy's in heaven he's not in hell 
Yeah, yeah, Bubba, I, I would like to know why he was included at all. I understand he's friends with Hogan, and I understand that the radio show was a was a bone of contention for Savage, but you didn't need Bubba. Hogan could have could have talked about that. I, I even said I literally don't even want Bubba the Love Sponge involved if they do a documentary on Hulk Hogan's sex tape. Like, I don't want him involved in that either. The only footage I want to see of him is him getting his ass whipped by Awesome Kong, which would be very funny because Vince Russo had to pull her off of him. And I th- I just think that'd be a funny scenario. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting that he apologized. Bubba the Love Sponge, he apologized. But then he also made fun of Savage again. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that He's he apologized. Trash. But he, yeah, he, he didn't come off well. He didn't come off and well. And I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for uh, people making amends and fixing things. And it seemed very much like Hogan and Savage legitimately did. And I I saw what I considered a, a remarkably honest Hulk Hogan, all things considered uh, in this, uh, that they do really good with that. A and E does having people like honky tonk man and Hulk Hogan, who are usually really self-absorbed either, either they're good at editing out all of them, putting themselves over or, They've just got the honesty. I mean, Bret Hart put over Roddy Piper an awful lot, which he always does. But oh yeah, they loved each other. They're pretty guys. good at that. So I wonder yeah. how much they had to filter through, but not enough because so much of that should not have even made air. Do you know what Bret and, and Piper called each other? Uh, cousins. It's right. Yeah, it was on the documentary. I watched. Oh, it. I don't remember, but I knew. I knew already uh, because they had talked about it. Apparently, one thought there was a lineage to the other somehow. Yeah. So. All right, well that's interesting. So um I guess we'll turn to the big story of the uh of the week, uh, which is about, I don't know, RK Bros match on Roshan. Is that the yeah, big news story or, of the week? Or Dante V says Daniel Bryanson or Daniel Bryanson. I'm already <laughs> thinking of new names for him. Brian Danielson versus SRS in a blue chew on a pole match. Book it, Jimmy. You can have a lot of matches on a pole if you take blue chew, but uh we'll, we'll get there. You know how expensive Daniel Bryan would be if we tried to get him in a blue chew on a pole match? Very expensive. He'd be expensive. So go ahead, Sean. I'll turn the floor over to you. What's uh, what's the latest on Daniel Bryan? Or do you want to just sum up everything so far? Um, I, I can provide the information that we, we published out there. Uh, FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe, guys. I can't tell you how important it is. The more you subscribe, the more opportunities we have to, to search and get stories like what we did last night. Daniel Bryan's WWE contract expired I'm told at midnight after his match with Roman Reigns. Now, um, initially, I was told this by a source outside of WWE, and it it is a very, very high, reputable source. As uh, Jimmy knows who it is. We're not going to say them on the air, but a pretty high, reputable source within the industry. And I quickly got it confirmed with uh, people within WWE. You sure it wasn't a guy from another website that confirmed it? Come on, let's not do that. Um, Evan Wright mentions Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe's free agents. Lord. Also a guy by the name of Brock Lesnar is a free agent right now. And Andrade is a free agent right now. This is may and, and CM Punk. If he ever so chose to come back free agents right now, you could literally have a new third wrestling company. Yeah. And you would have the building blocks, the foundation for a new third wrestling company, which is unbelievable. Even though a lot of those guys are, are in their forties now, yeah. but, uh, so yeah. I, I talked to WWE talent and they said, yeah, we've heard this. Uh, his deal was up. Now I, I got to reiterate. I don't know if like 12.05 AM rolled around and he, he walked up to Vince McMahon and he said, I, I want to sign a new deal. I don't know. I just know that his deal did expire at midnight uh, after the Roman Reigns match. And they moved into the alumni section, of course, but I've spoken with people from ring of honor. They expect that there would at least be, an offer made and uh, boy, do I have more on that in, in the coming weeks. Um, as Jimmy can also attest this, this led like to a domino effect. And I heard some of the most just psychotic stories a- across wrestling because of this in reaching out to other sources, there was some weird stuff that emerged that had nothing to do with Daniel Bryan as a result of this, but Ring of Honor is expected to at least reach out, I would imagine. I've reached out. I mean, out everybody to, will. Of everybody course. Everybody will. Of course. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? I can't, I don't make my money by assuming, Jimmy. It's not what we do here. <laughs> I talk to people and they tell me. So I, I can't just say, oh, yeah, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna, because we expected everybody to reach out to CM Punk as well. And if you listen to CM Punk, nobody's really made a firm offer in that regard. So we can't definitely assume on that. 
AEW talent that I speak to seem to think that he's going to stay in WWE. And maybe he will. There's a lot of things that, that go along there. I had somebody, uh, a subscriber, not, not to disrespect him, but they said, oh, well, Daniel Bryan lives in the most expensive part of California. He can't maintain that lifestyle, work in the Indies. And I was like, buddy, he has worked in WWE for a decade, making six figures. And the last few years, high six figures. His wife, has been getting a WWE paycheck for a very, very long time. Yep. They were getting two reality show paychecks. They don't ever got to work another day in their life to maintain their lifestyle. They definitely don't they need live. to worry. No, and and he also comes off as a as a quite the frugal guy. I don't think you're going to see him in there, you know, in a, in a castle made of marble. You know what I mean? So yes. I, I I think he's fine. To me, you know, you told me about the story last night. Sean texted me and told me, and the first thing I thought of is this is a big new story that was so obvious. That's kind of how I look at it. It was a big yeah. news story that was so obvious on multiple fronts. The first one is, you know, he did an interview with TV line. Uh, and in the interview with TV line, he he alluded to, because I think the interviewer asked him about, you know, your contract's up in September. And he alluded to the fact everybody says it's up in September, but it's not. He didn't say when it was up. Yes. And and I got I, I need to reiterate that because I had yep. several people who apparently didn't lack the content or, or didn't maintain the context in that they said oh well he said it was up after no he didn't he did not he just said it's not up in september that's right that's it and that's we right. on our own contract expiration thing had it listed as then we had to correct that uh that's why you, you can't you, you we can only put what we know on those contract expiration things on fightful it's under our resources section if you guys want to check it out but also, I, I got to give credit to the people who did that interview, TV line, because they put in brackets and parentheses. He was tight-lipped about when his contract expired. That means they tried to find out. Right. And I got I got a ton of respect for them, who probably aren't wrestling guys, mm-hmm. going and and adding that context because it was invaluable to to this story right here. Yeah, and and in, in addition to that, you know, you look at the fact that Brian. The thing about Brian, he's been so public in interviews. That it makes this, like I said, not shocking because he's been so public in interviews. He's talked about how he's turning 40 this month. Uh, his eldest top priority. He's got two little kids. He told a story about my daughter likes me to put her on my shoulder so she could pick leaves off a tree. My health is like so important to me kind of thing. He's also really put over Kenny Omega a lot publicly in interviews. Yes. He likes that Omega's wrestling for different companies. Uh, and he's alluded to the fact that he wished that WWE was more open to working with other companies. So when you take all of that into account, and then on top of that, they effectively wrote him off on SmackDown. Yes. That's effectively they what they did. They, they lost. They, they lost, lost and yeah. had a concerto. Right. So he lost the match. The match had the stipulation that if he lost, he'd be barred from SmackDown. That was the stipulation. He lost clean. He took a concerto. Roman Reigns, who is just so awesome. Did you see his video doing cardio? Yes. He's here's amazing. a Here's a quote from Roman Reigns. So after the match, Roman Reigns put a video out. He was doing cardio. This is after the match on SmackDown. He said, this was addressed to Daniel Bryan. He said, go have fun, be a dad, save the world, hug a tree, whatever you want to do. And he essentially moved on from Daniel Bryan. That to me is a write-off. I love it. Yeah. And so he, he's, he's, he can do whatever he wants. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any kind of a prediction about he's going to stay. He's going to go. It sounds like he wants to test the water somewhere else. Yeah. Who knows? And because you have to look at it like this too. Look at what WWE is doing. And we'll talk later about MLW, uh, you know, even NXT evolve. Maybe that would be enough for him. Maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe he's like, you know what? Let me go work some stuff with MLW. Let me go do some stuff with evolve when the borders allow it. Let me go do some, maybe some stuff with the Japanese company. Whatever, maybe that would be enough to appease him. I guess we'll see. Until then, uh, it's 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 his decision. But uh, yeah, good for him, man. He's had a good run. I constantly say this. I cannot understand the motivations of a millionaire, much less a millionaire artist like Daniel Bryan. I don't know what he wants to create. I don't know how he wants to to prioritize things in his life. And we have a ton of super chats about this. Christopher Dignam says. Would Total Bellas be affected if Brian worked for AEW? Always curious and how the reality show counted towards his contract. Uh, Maurice doesn't work for AEW, but she's not under. I don't think she was under WWE contract anymore. Yeah, um, I, I, I think they would probably just say, you know what? If viewership numbers are good, he's not going to care that much. Maybe WWE would, but I think they would get over it because I think so. Uh, because quite frankly, what's 
what's Brie Bella doing in WWE right now? They, they, there's little WWE connection there. Yeah. Hannah M says they probably make as much, if not more, off Total Bellas plus Bree's companies. Yeah, they're they're doing well. The, the family's doing well. Al <laughs> Almanac says Yoshihiko, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, Andrade, all free agents. Epic, sir. That first name got coffee all over my monitor. Do you know who Yoshihiko <laughs> is? No. It is the blow up doll that Kenny Omega wrestled. I've seen that footage. Me. Okay. Yeah. It's very yep. good. It's very good, actually. Kirpin Wass has got your high reputable source right here. Very clever. Very clever. Zach says chance a or possible percentage chance Daniel Bryan pulls a Lex Luger on AEW tonight. Zero. I wouldn't say zero. I would say 15%. I'll go four. I, I think anything's possible. Anything's possible. You're right. But uh, I just don't see Brian being that kind of guy unless he told Vince in advance and Vince said, you got my blessing, uh, which he very well might have. I just, I just think it's a very low chance. Frank Aguilera, thank you very much for the compliment. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Uh, some stupid punk says, would you say Daniel Bryan <laughs> in a blue shoe in a pole match would be hard to get? It's cute. It is. It is. And he also says, hello, Legends. Just sending a chat to show some love. Having an awful day, and your show always helps. Thanks again for your awesome work. Well, thank you for caring. I really I really appreciate that. I've had an awful day in the stock market, Sean Ross. I've, I've had an awful three weeks in the stock market. Lost thousands. Did I tell you about a, a major lesson I learned about naps? Did I tell you about that? No. There was one day a couple of weeks ago where, uh, you know, we got the kids ready, whatever. And I decided I'm just going to lay down on the bed for 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes turned into like two hours. Oh, no. So I missed the opening of the market. And when I went and checked, one of my stocks had gone up by like 30 points and then immediately nosedived. And oh. I missed I missed the window. Oh, no. And I saw that and I thought, all because I wanted 10 minutes. Oh. So. Well, guys, you, you haven't missed your window to super chat. Please get those in. We'll, we'll be talking about Daniel Bryan on and off throughout this entire show. It's not done yet. Brandon Charles Powell says, love that Steve Macklin interview. So cool how he handled the Riker tweets. Bummer how things worked out in WWE, but I hope he and Blake find great success in the wrestling business elsewhere. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the name Steve Macklin, that's what Steve Cutler is going by now. We talked over an hour about everything. He was very transparent. I thought he came off really great in that interview. And I'm very excited. His vignettes are really, really good looking vignettes. Like to the point where I hit him up and I was like, you doing some acting after this? Because they were incredible. Have you we've seen, seen those? Yes. Yeah, so we've seen certain guys. EC3 is another one. They've, they've put effort into production on their own independently. Yes. Good for them. I mean, the world we live in now, it's not hard to do, you know? Speaking of uh, putting in your own production, I touted like this this earth-shaking sponsor that we have jimmy i'm waiting on this this show is brought to you by the distraction the following is a paid ad brought to you by the distraction the distraction has absolutely no affiliation with fightful.com sean ross app and jimmy vander <laughs> the nonsense about to ensue is the sole responsibility of the distraction and does not express the viewpoints of any of the aforementioned people i mean it Thanks, Tony. Well, I can't believe I've reduced myself to appearing on another wrestling podcast hosted by two white guys. They don't even have long-term storytelling. They don't even pay off on bits. Imagine watching a podcast with no long-term storytelling, no payoff on bits, hosted by two white guys. If you want something a little bit different in your wrestling podcast, check out The Distraction. Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash Fightful. Long-term storytelling paying off bits, angles you can sink your teeth into. And yeah, it's hosted by two white guys. But I have my own shirt, and my co-host has an accent. If you don't think we're the best wrestling podcast in the universe, just check out this banner, presented to us by AEW main eventers, The Chaos Project. Best wrestling podcast in the universe. Ignore that. The Distraction. Who are you to doubt David Arquette and a certified doctor the original Death Dealer, and a Japanese Deathmatch legend. Tomorrow, we have a tremendous, tremendous show for you. Quite possibly our best show ever. We're going to talk about blood and guts. We're going to talk about NXT, maybe. We're going to talk about WWE Raw, probably not. We'll definitely talk about Daniel Bryan, if we feel like it. 
The truth is, we don't really know what we're going to talk about before we get there, but I promise you it's a tremendous show. And we don't know what we're going to talk about because we don't do lists. We don't do scripts. We get on air, we listen to our audience, we feed off of them, and they decide what we talk about. Because we are unscripted. We go against the grain. Lists? This is what we think of lists. That's what we think of lists. So, if you want something different from your wrestling podcast, no lists, no scripts, angles, bits, long-term storytelling, two white guys, The Distraction, Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash Fightful. People can say they do our show. Nobody does our show. They paid for that. How much did they pay for that? I don't know. We just gave them a raise, though. JJ says you were, it's best. take that off the screen. You were very smart for not telling me in advance that you were going to do that. That was very wise of you for Why? not telling me in advance. Why that's not saying- a, that's not Aaron again. Really? Yeah. So I, I hope that it, that they paid enough for it. It's not Aaron again on this podcast. Wow, Jimmy banning the distraction. I love it. Uh, you know what? I just I just send the invoices, Jimmy. I don't decide who's on the air. Evan Wright <laughs> says, Jeremy from three, bang. JJ says, best paid ad of all time. Distraction is the best. Uh, I am going to be looking for the incoming payment. I'm yeah. going to be checking my accounting team on the daily. Okay. I'm going to have them update me. Has the money come in on that ad read? Every uh, day, they're going to update me until it's come in. Well, we already have gotten several super chats off of it, so it's almost paid for itself. Oh, Joel almost. Pearl says, note to sell. Look, Joel Pearl, Fightful Champion, sent in champion. 33 cents American here, saying stop boosting Jeremy's ego. Ah, man. Well, that, that's 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 what we they – the, they got the Daniel Bryan lead in for that ad read as well. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, do you want to talk more about Daniel Bryan, or do you want to move on to we'll, the next topic? We'll get to it as um, we'll get to it as people send super chats in for it. But uh, please leave a thumbs up, guys. We do have Matt Reichel saying thoughts on AEW doing one hundred percent capacity for double or nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. on my list. I uh, I said to Sean, uh, "Damn you, lucky Americans." Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me if they do media there. I I'll go. I mean, it's a short notice trip, but you know yeah. what? Uh, Florida trips are usually not, not so, not so tough to book. So, yeah, I think, I, mean, I think, yeah. uh, Dilly, Dilly's place is about 5,500 capacity. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know what? I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but the last time I looked, the entire state of Florida had less daily new cases than the province of Ontario, even though Ontario has something like seven times less people. So, uh, I, cool. You know? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I can't even go to a hockey game, Sean. I, I was just so. saying, I, I love that the paid ad led into this, and it's like I get back-to-back upset Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so sick of this lockdown. It's oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, I'm fully vaxxed. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm going to open mouth kiss all my friends. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what we're here for. No more mask. No more mask. Give it can out. You, can you go eat at a restaurant? Can you go eat at a restaurant, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, Good I finally did. Finally got to last week. Uh, smooching everybody in Jacksonville. I'm, ready to go. I'm gonna try to go to Slammiversary Nashville um, that that week as well. What did it What did it feel like to get served at a restaurant and sit down and eat a meal? What was that like? Um, it was very unusual. Actually, I didn't miss it that much. Really, I, I don't miss that or movie theaters that much, but I do miss like going out. Yeah, and yeah, people. And that, wow. that was very nice. I said to my I, wife the other day, because my wife and I, you know, obviously with kids, we're busy now, but we'd like to at least go once a quarter. And I said to my wife, uh, when's the last time that we went out for dinner? And she said, like, five months ago. <laughs> like, Jesus, five months ago. I went Jesus golfing last week, too. I streamed I saw it on social media quite yeah, a bit. Ev- Evan Wright says, week three of uh, requesting a Doug <laughs> Ford select rant. Maybe we'll do that. DJ... Uh, Brian C said, Jimmy sent Jeremy to catering. <laughs> uh, Alvin Ox says, isn't there a bit too much of Vince Russo and a Daniel Bryan on SRS's blue chew pole? Man, it ain't on my blue chew pole, buddy. That one's spoken for. 
Also, who the F is Bubba the Love Sponge? Use Google, man. I don't want to spend any more time on that piece of shit. All I got to say is Hulk Hogan, Bubba's wife. That's it. Yep. Kurt Benoit says, Jeremy looks like Keanu Reeves, less attractive brother who never made it past acting on the Home Shopping Network. Oh, my God. Ultra Real says, think any major surprises for AEW tonight akin to the winner is coming. Maybe TNA or New Japan show up and attack both teams after blood or guts. This would be an awful good night to do it, Jimmy. This this stands a decent chance of being, if not their most viewed show, their second most viewed show. Yep, I agree. Um, because the other thing, too, and I was going to talk about all this later on, but uh, not only do they have the stipulation of this match that's going to draw people in, it's essentially a War Games match, but in addition to that, it's not going to be too long before the preemptions are going to start. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to have to rely on people following them around when the NBA playoffs happen next year, when hockey kicks in, they're going to do a preemptions times two during the playoffs and whatnot. This is a, a definitely a great opportunity to get a big, uh, big audience. They were down a bit last week, uh, because of, uh, the president's address or something in the States. So this is a good chance. So we'll see, we'll see if, uh, if anything like that happens. And they also have uh, double or nothing in what, three weeks. Yes, they do. So, yeah. so it's, it's a big period for them. Hannah says, I finally get to meet her at Slammiversary. So blessed. Indeed. And we'll, oh, you, you guys have never met before? Never met before. No. Oh. I mean, like there, there were so many events canceled last year, obviously. Didn't get to happen. So Gutierrez says, Jimmy burying his talent on the air. See, it's a hot topic, Jimmy. I didn't bury anybody. I didn't you bury anybody. It. You said it's never going to air again. I just said I'm not airing that again. No. Well, not that one, obviously. JJ says... <laughs> Jimmy, I have no idea how hard it was to get the paid ad as the as the head PR distraction, just doing my job, getting that buzz. They're gonna they're gonna get a, a bump from this tomorrow. The distraction That's cool. Am I getting a bump? Because I know how much our ad reads typically cost us. I mean, you own the show, so I mean technically, and yeah, they've it's rocking right now. Kurt Benoit says dark prediction. Six months after Vince leaves us, Trip and Steph announced they're se- separating. Done, done, done. I don't want to speculate on that. No, no disrespect. It's just I don't care to talk about people's personal life at all. Yeah, uh, like that. Hell, I'll, I'll talk about it. That's never happening. Hunter <laughs> well, would jo- never be so stupid. Josh sends a nice super chat and says, "What do you want to see on the throwback SmackDown? I'd like to see Edge return Teddy Long to make a Roman and Jay versus Edge and Cesaro tag match main event." Teddy Long, slam dunk. Gotta have him. Do it. I want to see won't... Edge and Rey Mysterio tag team. That's a good idea. That's a really they good idea. They were hot during that period. And yep. I want to see uh the fist. The I want to get I want WWE to fist me hard. Again. Yes. I want them to <laughs> fist me like they fisted me for years. Yes, yes, yes. So hard. I want that damn fist. Teddy's back. a good one too, because Teddy's a classic. So they they yes. should definitely maybe they can have Teddy introduce the Undertaker for for just for shits and giggles. That would be that'd be funny. It like and he's like, oh, he, he retired. Okay, somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be good. I thought that would be a really good good approach. Some stupid punk says annoyed by double or nothing. Two years in a row, I had ringside tickets and they moved it. I get why still. Buddy, oh, he, mean, I, he means move the date, yeah? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you hate it, but I don't hate it for me because that weekend in Vegas was one of the most expensive of my life. Of Jeez. your life. Uh, and Jimmy's. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I'm putting you up in dives and, you know, I'm feeding you McDonald's. And- crack house, like I said. Crack house, crack house. Man, yeah. do I get to expense the Jacksonville trip and the Nashville trip? Can we of move on? Are you, are, you ready to, I do. are you ready to move on? Leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. What do you got next, Jimmy? Hot button topic, the return of Eva Marie to television. And, and the first thing I want to note before we get into this, I am not suggesting that sh- somebody should not be able to make a living. I'm not suggesting that Eva right. Marie should not have a job. So I don't want anybody to be like, you know, who are you to say that she should? Has nothing to do with that. Yes. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it feels to me like a lot of wrestling fans, particularly female wrestling fans, are concerned that WWE is regressing when it comes to the women's division. And I saw Mm. on the post-Raw pod, Denise was really adamant about this, uh, that she feels like they are regressing, they're going backwards, they're returning to the diva era. And there's a lot of things that you can look at as a reason to believe that. I mean, one of the obvious ones is the ring time on television. Like how much screen time are the girls getting now compared to what minutes. they were getting? Minutes. It is minutes. very it is very reminiscent of that era. And we got right. Bill Hemmett saying 
Bring back the Divas title. No, don't. No. That is a bygone era. That is gone. It is yeah. done. Um, yeah. So I published a report, uh, I want to say a month or two ago, whenever the hell Johnny Ace got promoted. Yep. And there were people in the company in, in that very report that said they were fearful that a more Divas era type of content w- was coming back. Yep. Yep. And to me, that is such a dumb thing to do. Now, the one thing that I would like to know. Uh, so anybody that's that's not familiar with John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, his MO, MO back in the day, the thing that he was famous for was scouting girls through modeling catalogs. Yeah. He was notorious for it. Everybody knew he did it. Uh, Alicia Fox was recruited through modeling catalog. Kelly Kelly was recruited through modeling catalog. I'm pretty sure he got the Bellas through through uh, through a modeling catalog. Plus, who knows how many girls that never made it came 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 by the way of of that that medium. Uh, and he was notorious for it. But here's my question. You know how Brian Gewertz used to book a lot of toilet humor because he knew Vince liked it. And, yes. and he, he was almost trying to, trying to preserve his own job. I wonder if Laurenitis went for that type of girl because he knew that that's what Vince wanted at the yeah. time. Uh, but whatever the case, that's what he did. So the fact that Johnny Ace is a head of talent relations, that's, that's concerning to some people. In addition to that, you look at the fact that the, some of the people that they just let go were good in the ring. Mickey James was great in the ring. Chelsea Green, good in the ring. Peyton Royce is pretty good in the ring. They let them go. And now, of course, they bring uh, Eva Marie in doing an Emelina style, you know, promo. And with all due respect to uh, Eva Marie, when she was there four years ago, she wasn't exactly known for her work rate. She was known for her physical appearance. That was kind of why she was there. The way that I had put it on Raw was she's not a better worker than Mickey James. She's not a better actor, actress than Chelsea Green. She is not funnier than Peyton or Billy. She is not a better overall package than any of the four, I right. don't think. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe she got better, but she hasn't wrestled since then. That doesn't indicate to me that she had some profound love for the wrestling industry or anything like that. Yeah. And I got people saying – Oh, maybe she's being brought in to manage Parker Bordreau. He ain't ready. Stop saying that. It ain't him. Why would he even make the connection between the two of them? People, because they they hang out. They they post pictures on Instagram. And people think that because Parker looks similar in the face to Brock Lesnar, that he's got like that. That ain't it. That ain't it. And I I don't know what they're going to do with Eva. Maybe they won't have her wrestle whatsoever. Maybe that'll be the situation. And if so... You know what? Maybe maybe that'll be all right. I don't know. Maybe I mean, we'll, we'll have see. her job out in one minute. Who knows? But maybe Almanox, Almanox says fire Mickey James and hire Eva Marie. Definitely signaling the death de- death of the revolution. It's it's again another tone deaf thing. Yeah, and 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 a couple of the side notes to this one. Uh, now I, I saw that some people were upset because she used the term evolution when there was no uh, evolution to pay-per-view. I don't really care about that so much. It's, it's just kind of something she said. But one side note I wanted to mention was, so Mickey James has been pretty public in alleging ageism and yeah. talking about how WWE wouldn't give me a shot because I'm 41 years old. Eva Marie's only five years younger than her. Yeah, Eva Marie's uh, 36 years old. A lot of people right. don't realize that. She got yes. started very late. Yeah. So you look at it like this. So she's not that much younger than Mickey James and she's not anywhere close to being as good in the ring. And so why would you want to showcase her over Mickey? It's kind of a head scratcher, you know? Yeah. And and we got Aaron saying, even Marie gets attention. This is why they brought her back. That ain't the right type of attention. Attention that makes people frustrated with the show is not the right kind of attention. I know that WWE thinks sometimes that that's the right kind of attention it's not you want the kind of heat that makes people watch and they want to see them get beat but you know what they say jimmy evolution is a mystery (laughs) was she uh and it will be full of change that nobody's gonna see because ain't nobody watching this show was she a draw the first time around there were some segments that she did that would do okay numbers on like youtube but we're talking like the bra strap video yep. where her top like fell off and stuff. Uh, but I, I would have to go back and look. Okay. Okay. Well, there's another side note I want to mention, and this has to do with, of course, the one and the only Stephanie McMahon. And uh, I hope you got this queued up. So she is, you know, somewhat notorious for tone deaf posts. Y'all remember the whole uh, uh, philanthropies of future marketing. This is something that she posted on social media on uh, Sunday, May the 2nd. 
Uh, what if women's sports were given the same level of money and media attention as men's? When you air the games, people watch. If you promote them, people will show interest. If you invest in them, it will pay off. That was her posting a quote from somebody else. Of course, as you can imagine, as what happens with her a lot, she got crapped on a fair bit because everything that she put in that post, they're not doing with yes. women's wrestling on television. Another tone deaf post by the uh, future heir apparent to the corporate throne. But uh, yeah. WWE Raw has the, on TV, has the, gosh, let's see, AEW, SmackDown, NXT, Impact, the fifth best booked women's division on TV. That's that's inexcusable. That's inexcusable with the amount of talent that they have. Nikki Cross just just sitting around. Um, and not, yeah. I mean, you think about where they were when Evolution happened. When Evolution happened, they had the best women's division in the world, and they were showcasing the girls. They were getting main events, and they weren't just being given four minutes of ring time. Yeah. Like, how? what happened? Like, how did this shift even occur? Was it because Becky Lynch went away? I, I mean, I think so, and I think a lot of it's been laziness. Yeah. I think a lot of it is lazy, creative, and when I say creative, I don't necessarily mean the creative team. I mean, whatever makes it to my TV is what they refer to as creative, and it's very lazy. They have minimized stakes as as much as possible, and that's not something that they should make a habit of. It Again, it all goes in a circle. The more important you make things, the more time you should give it or can give it, and the more time you give it, the more opportunities are created. This business is not rocket science, especially when it comes to creating interesting content. You have the best right roster in the world, but... uh yeah, this this ain't it. What they're doing ain't it. It's relying on stupid Naya and Shayna feuds over and over and over, and it's the same old shit. Same shit. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Well, let's let's shift gears and go back to uh, to Dynamite. So, how much time? We kind of talked about about this a bit last week. Blood and guts tonight. So there are going to be more matches, not just the blood and guts match. They're going to be pre-taped. Apparently, the people live are going to watch them on a screen. Uh, and then Blood of Guts is going to be live, uh, War Games style. Jericho, I saw in an interview, he said that it's going to be different than War Games because of the logistics of Daly's Place. Yes. But uh, it's going to be a, you know two rings, double cage, whatever. How much time do you think they're going to devote to this? And how bloody do you think that they will get on TNT? I think they'll get plenty bloody. Look at, look at Thunder Rosa Britt Baker on a taped match. I think they'll get very, very bloody. I'm... I'm excited about this. I hope that it is a good mix of the old school and the new, because quite frankly, there were a lot of war games matches that I didn't like. It was not an environment that produced a lot of excitement. That's why they took the lid off of it, the, the gauge top off of it for NXT. They wanted to provide a more uh, exciting type of match. From what I understand, according to Sean Spears, they're not doing that this time. This is a big opportunity for them. They're going to have so many eyes on their show, so they got to do something special tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they don't have Sid Vicious in there, so they don't have to worry about that. Do you remember hearing about Sid Vicious? I sure do. Yeah. That was nasty. Yeah, yeah. The, the, do you remember when they showed him talking to Rick Steiner? Mm-mm. Did you ever see that? So at one point, I believe in the same match when he dropped Brian Pillman on his head, I think in the same match, he didn't realize the camera was where it was. Like Sid Vicious didn't have awareness of the camera. And so he gets Rick Steiner in the corner. And he leans into Rick Steiner. The camera guy's literally inches away. He yeah. leans to Rick Steiner. And he goes, okay, man, you ready? And Rick goes, yeah. yeah. And he goes, okay, let's go. And then he Irish whips him across. And the, the audio picked up the whole thing. And I remember I remember he got a little bit of heat for that because that was a different time. Yeah, of course. You Which, know? I mean, that's, that's Sid. That's Sid. That's Sid. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Adnan Verk. Oh boy. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm getting some Mike Adamly vibes a little bit with Adnan Burke. And I want to emphasize again, I'm not suggesting somebody gets fired because people always just, they, they go to the, 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 the height of whatever you're talking about and try to take it to another level. All I want to do is kind of talk about where he is a few weeks into the job. He has a very high profile job and he has a job that criticism is warranted because it's a yes. very important high profile job that he has. He's a few weeks in. Obviously, he's got a long leash because Nick Khan referred him, and so uh, he's not going anywhere. But to me, I'm not seeing improvement. And and usually week one to week two to week three, you see improvement because either they get critiqued by the right people, they 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 watch their own tapes, they kind of figure it out. He's making the same – he's got the same tendencies 
week after week after week. And the one he's gotten, he's gotten worse at it. Maybe he's gotten worse. The, the one thing that he does that annoys me, and maybe there's two. One is he uh, tries to do pop culture references, which you've you've thrown in uh, in the past. The other thing is he had a, he has a tendency of constantly throwing it to Graves and Saxon during matches. Oh. He does it. He does it constantly. And what he'll do is as soon as the match starts, let's say it's you know Charlotte and Dana Brooke, he'll be like, uh, Graves, what does Charlotte have to do to win this match? Like he'll just immediately throw it to them and have them carry it. And uh, he does it all the time. Graves has to carry, has to cover for him all the time. And I don't know, man, you got to see improvement out of this guy. We might have to eventually do a weekly segment on this podcast. Adnan Burke said, we might have to make that a weekly, uh, a weekly segment because. Yeah. I already speak about it Monday ad nauseum. So I don't want to bore anybody. I'll go, you know what? I'll, I'll pull a, you I'll go the positive route. Thoughts on Pat McAfee. I think he's doing great. He's a breath of fresh air. He's natural. I like him he, too. He's just hammy enough to where you get that glimpse of early 90s, like Jesse Ventura yes, stuff. Yes. And that's that's what I really you like. You know what else I like about him, Sean? What's that? He doesn't give a shit if they fire him. No. And no. I like it. it. It reminds me of the, the Dave Batista WrestleMania press conference. Remember that? Yeah. Love it. If I ever interview him, I will ask him about that. Oh, that was awesome. I would love to hear his thoughts on that. Have yeah. a bunch of super chats. Matt McClure says, Adam Lee, prayers up for Jeff Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, Bezos says, said it on Raw's post show, and I'll say it again. WWE's uh, about to milk Eva's five-year-old heat, but refused to push Naomi, who trends on social media all the time. They got to get Naomi to trend for good reasons, not bad reasons. Why does Um, she trend for bad reasons? Like, Give me an example. I mean, not bad for her. Bad because of their booking. Okay, I got it. When she trends, it's because everybody's like, I can't believe they book her this terribly. And that's, that's, I want to see them book her for a reason that gets her trending. Right. Because she, they leave money on the table with her every year. Mm -hmm. Even if I don't think that like she's like the top, top person, they leave money on the table with Naomi all the time. I mean, she's showcased her athleticism enough that we know she's got that. She's not a good yeah. promo, but she showcased her athleticism enough that you know she's got that. And and they were able to capitalize with Bianca, and they're a different type of athlete, but they were able to capitalize with Bianca on that. Why can't they do that with Naomi? All they did was she would she would kind of do the Royal Rumble spots, you know, yeah. the creative Royal Rumble spots. That was about it. Otherwise, they haven't really gone out of their way to showcase her athleticism. We've got a super chat from MC Carvalho that says WWE seems very committed to Eva Marie's character that's back. It seemed to me that she'll be wrestling. The promo sounded like a babyface promo. I, I don't. I, it's hard for me to tell what WWE's committed to at any given time. She's laying on a Ferrari. I don't know what the hell is that supposed to be. Yeah, it's just. I I thought it wasn't that impressive. Like and, let me let me let me say this. It's not apples to apples, but let me say this. You know, I work in the advertising business. Yes. And I go to these conferences and I'll see these guys in their 20s showcasing their their Rolex watch and showing pictures of their Ferrari and all. And I'll look at those guys thinking, you're the one that has no money. Because they're the ones yeah. that they, they feel the need. And, and whenever they brag about that stuff, they're not getting a baby face reaction. Yes. So are you, are you telling me that Eva Marie staying on a Ferrari, she's going to get a pop for that? I don't know about that. That's a heel Matt- thing. Matt McClure says, any news on Jericho's new role in AEW? He says he's going to do commentary on whatever upcoming show uh, they're doing. I saw that he was referring to himself as a consultant or something. He said, I'm not an EVP, but he said uh, whatever t- title he used for himself. He's, but, he's been consulting since the start. Since the though. start. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Dante says, $5 for Hannah and the mods laying down the hammer. Somebody sent a super chat to say our mods were abusive. Uh, no, they're not. If... Uh, no, they're you not. Mean to, you, mean, you mean to people in the live chat? <laughs> yeah, and, the, and they're not. They're, they they're probably so... deserved it. What can I tell yeah. you? Matt yeah. McClure says, I love steak. Some stupid punk says, I love the fightful mods. And Andrew Monaghan says, did you see Santino's strange tweet to WWE? If it's the one about his daughter, I don't think that it's that strange. It was like, hey, Triple H, Stephanie, remember my daughter, uh, Bianca? She's a woman now, has been coached since day one to be a star, biology degree this summer. Uh, I've actually spoken with her before, Jimmy, when we were looking for on-air talent. Really? Uh, she reached out to us. So, um, yeah. I know I, she's in uh, she's in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. I know that she was, I think, like a Miss Young Canadian contestant or something. She was in, like, local beauty pageants. Already, yeah, looks like a, so- a star. A and, she, big... and she's trained, yeah? Is she trained? Yeah, that's that's at least what Santino claims. But, okay. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'd be surprised if she doesn't at least get a, a look yeah. or something like that. Uh, Ian Glancy says, my thing with Adnan Verk is he was the baseball guy before, so his personality wasn't always needed, whereas McAfee has that from uh, podcast stuff. Well, that's changing in baseball. I can tell you as a Reds fan, like they have switched it up, and you've got a whole new thing now, and you don't have the same old, well, the count is one and two for <laughs> the second baseman. It's not like that anymore. Like It's exciting to watch baseball because of, of – the booming voice that you have now. I grew up watching Chicago Cubs and Atlanta Braves games on TBS and WGN, and they were really boring and just like, so it was like a golf tournament and that's just not the way it is anymore. So Verk would even have to adjust for that. I mean, I understand that it's probably a confidence thing for him because yeah. he's, he's a, he's a fish out of water and Graves is well-experienced. Saxon's well-experienced and all of that. My my issue is I don't feel like he's improving. I don't feel like he's – and I don't know if it's because he's getting the wrong advice. Maybe he's talking to guys like Kevin Dunn off camera that are giving him advice. I don't sure. know, but uh, he's not improving, and that's my issue with him. And uh, the stuff that he asks, man, he had Drew, Drew McIntyre join commentary for the main event. All right. So there's your opportunity. You got Drew McIntyre, the former champion, sitting with you on commentary. Adnan Verk looks at him and what does he ask him, Sean? Hey, Drew, uh, what's it like to be hit by Braun? That's mm. what he asked him. And I watched that thinking to myself, have you done any research? Have you watched the show before you started? Have you have you done anything to try to improve? Because that's my issue with him. I don't I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't know him. He seems like a nice guy. He's not making an effort, in my opinion, to improve. And that's uh, that's my problem. I could not believe that he asked Drew McIntyre that, let alone the where does Omos rank among the great champions we've seen. Oh, yeah, that one was bad. I thought like, the, come the, on. the, the Drew McIntyre thing didn't bother me that much. I thought it was, he looked just, stupid. I thought he sounded like a fan. I thought it was just a way to put over Braun, but the, the Omos thing, woof. Yeah, like he's, Al- he's not getting better. Almanac says, "How absolutely awesome was I to have Mar? Was it to have Morrow back on commentary? Do we hope to get more of that? Yes, I think that it's nothing but good for Impact Wrestling. They have had Josh Matthews in the booth for years. Uh-huh. They have had abysmal commentary for years until they got Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown, who I think are are fine. I think they're good, but they had commentary that could could quite frankly make people stop watching the show." So I think it's very important. Yeah, and people got to remember too, like Moro, you know, he's he's the voice of Showtime. Yes. Like a lot of people that might not even follow wrestling, they might know who he is, you know? So, yeah, he's Anakin a good says they should have sold toy versions of Naomi's belt. Yes, they should have. They could have made a whole lot of money, and um, they, did, they didn't. Evan Wright asks if Connor is getting 1,100 this year. I don't know what that means. Connor McDavid. Yes, he is. 100 points. Yeah, so the the NHL season is only fifty eight games, uh, and right now Connor McDavid he the number of points that he has achieved after whatever it was fifty games. Mm-hmm. There's only two players in the history of the NHL that have gotten that many points after fifty games, and even you know who they are, Sean Rossap, Wayne Gretzky, and Mario Lemieux. Yep, only two players, and now Connor McGrade, Connor McDavid is the third one. So <laughs> yes, he will get a hundred points this year, but the NHL season to me is still imaginary. We have a couple of AEW questions. JJ says, with Dynamite Dark Elevation and the new TNT show, what the hell will AEW on the road tapings look like? I would imagine they'll do back-to-back days. I don't know if they'll do same venue, different venue. It would make sense to me to book the same venue, maybe configure it smaller for the next day or something like that. But I don't think they're going to be filming nearly as many Dark and Elevation matches as they are now. I think right now, the approach that AEW is taking, and this is my hunch, is we've got all these guys under contract. We might as well have them wrestle. Yep. We might as well build a library and then eventually sell that library. They, they're, it's constant reps, Jimmy. There's as as much as I, you know, I'm not keen on watching a million hours of wrestling a week. I understand why AEW is doing it. They got a roster. Use it. I agree. I, I, I think it's content and ring work. I think it's those two things. The the one knock on AEW always has been they have a roster of guys that have never been on TV, and they kind of threw them in the deep end. 
And we've seen a lot of uh, uh, learning on the job with some of these guys. You got to get them ring work. And so, like you said, if you've got the venue there, you've got the cameras rolling, the guys are in the back. Why not? I mean, they got to get the time in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fully on with it. Chris Rain says, do you think all out happens at Chicago? Schaumburg, I'm fully vaccinated and ready, ready to go. Yes, I do think it happens there. I think we're talking September. Uh, September. I mean, yeah. So I think it does happen there. Not having the Chicago event was the first time that I missed traveling, Jimmy. I was like, yeah, I've been to Chicago two or three times for wrestling over the past couple of years. And I was like, man, it feels I remember, weird. To I remember not be at the there. time, I remember at the time looking at the books thinking, man, our expenses are so much lighter. What's going on? Oh, things well. have improved so much well uh, sorry jimmy the world's <laughs> getting back to normal and so is, so is my expense report awesome i'm gonna have to get a part-time job <laughs> yes rob Wilkins says jv do you ever see wrestling contracts having options similar to other sports maybe wwe has an option to keep someone for a year maybe an opt-out they do have those i was uh, gonna mike, say i think they do already yeah in fact mike bennett and maria have an option year on their deals uh that they, they straight up mentioned that uh, they they are signed through this year, and there's an option for next year. So it is already a practice right now. I I, I recall something about Matt Hardy too about him talking about. Yes. I can't recall if it was AEW or if it was his last WWE contract, but I remember there was something about that with his as well. Yeah. What else you got on the list, Jimmy? Let's talk about the bright side of WWE Raw because if RK Bro was Randy Orton's idea, <laughs> he is a damn genius. RK bro is a lot of fun. I, I, I really like it. It when you consider what they had planned, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, and just another throwaway match. And now they got RK bro. It's so much fun. I like everything about it. I, I like that. People are just waiting for it to turn on them. I like that. R- Matt Riddle stands in the ring, marking out when Orton's doing his entrance. You see Matt Riddle standing in the ring, clapping when, yes. when Randy, like it's just, it's, it's just really great. I like that they're they're actually working together on double team moves now. They have a double team finish, sort of the DDT, the, uh, the DDT into the floating bro, and then as soon as he has the DDT, RKO is the other guy. Yes. So they like they're getting that down now. Uh, you can tell by Orton's face that he almost breaks sometimes. Yeah. So you can tell he likes it, and it's been great for Matt Riddle. Like just two two three weeks with Randy Orton has elevated the stock of Matt Riddle. I really enjoy it, and I so badly Sean Ross Sapp want to see RK bro, Omos and AJ Styles. And specifically, I want to see Randy Orton in the ring with Omos. Because if there's one guy that's not going to take any shit, it's going to be Randy Orton. I want to see him in the ring with Omos. So please, WWE, give me RKO, AJ Styles and Omos. I really like RK bro a lot. And and is there anything in WWE right now with the possible exception of Roman Reigns better than RK bro? No, I'm. I mean, okay. We exclude NXT from that because it's a different, different beast. But I do. I love it. I mean, I I enjoy Riddle playing Mitch Murphy from Home Alone, the little kid that's going through the van. And what kind of gas mileage does thing get? <laughs> I don't know, kid. Like, I love that. I think it's great. And I I want it to continue long term. I, I do too. It, I want them and, to win the titles. And and I want Riddle to eventually turn on Orton. That's yes. what I want out of this. I think that would be great because everybody's waiting for Randy to turn. And every week they're waiting for him to drop the RKO. Every there week. are little intricacies that Orton adds that other people wouldn't add. It's that he's annoyed by this guy, but he's experienced being in the ring with him. He knows that Riddle can kick the shit out of people. And he's like, well, you know what? Help me kick the shit out of somebody. I think it's just so well played. And yeah, you know, I've not talked to Riddle in a couple of years. We don't exactly keep in touch, but when they have Drew McIntyre backstage flexing like Hulk Hogan and pretending that it's dorky, that mm-hmm. ain't that is not Drew. Drew fully believes he outworks everyone and anybody that doesn't have theirs. He's like, work harder. I did. Riddle, in a nice way, is Mark. <laughs> he he owned and was in our podcast background. Assigned Jim Duggan two by four. He's a huge fan. He, he wore your geek, t-shirt. He, yeah, he's a huge fan of me. He would geek <laughs> out over meeting wrestlers. Like, this is the type of thing that that's him. And for all the people that were like, oh, I don't get the character. It ain't a character. That's, oh, that's him. him. Yeah, that's him. Kurt yeah. Benoit. I mean, he's he's smarter than people give him credit for. We learned that during negotiation. But uh, Kurt Benoit says, RK Bro 2021 Rock and Sock Connection. I mean, yeah, it's a little also... Bit. A little 2021 bit. Thatcher and Riddle or uh, the the 
deal that he had with Pete Dunn. He's really good at playing off of other people. Matt Riddle's comedic timing is off the charts. It's so good. Like I, I was, I was laughing watching him react to Orton's entrance. Yeah, like I thought that was hilarious, and uh, I just really enjoy it. I, I want to see them take on different teams. I mean, now we've seen them against two teams so far. I want to see them continue on. Go old school. Give them a winning streak to get a title shot. That's how yeah. it used to be. Bezo so, Banks says uh, how Orton didn't break when Riddle rode past him saying, hey, bro, after being <laughs> hit with the tomatoes, I'll never understand. Such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. To me, when he goes, I don't know what planet you're from, Earth, that slayed me. And then he goes, we don't have much in common, except we're both from Earth. I just like, I'm like, oh, man. You and I know, no, they have a little bit more in common than that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that- a little bit. Uh, Orton has admitted publicly. Yes, he has. He yes, says he, has. he pulls a he pulls a riddle after shows. So. I think I saw a pick with him and Snoop together doing that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez uh, said. By the way, uh, Justin, thank you for the WrestleMania Cup you sent me. That was very cool. He says I thought it was going to be a short term thing leading to a backlash match, but I want this to last as long as Team Hell No. Yes, Jimmy. Tag titles at SummerSlam. Add more to the tag division. Raw quietly has a very, very good tag team division. Now they just they just lost one. They just lost one. And yeah, they got the, the Raiders are back though. They're there. The Raiders are back. New days there. New days there. You got Elias and Riker who can yeah. take all those pins. Yeah. And you know what? Elias and Riker, they're actually making an effort on double team moves. Like you've noticed yes. it on TV. They're making an effort. So I, I give them props for that. Miz and Morrison, who knows if that'll continue. Uh, Lucha house party. Good in yeah. the ring. Not retribution, I guess yep. is their name. I don't know what the hell they're they're called. There are about eight tag teams on Raw. So yep. I mean, there's teams over there. This is different than SmackDown, where you got four. Yeah, yeah, four. If you're lucky, they and it just that just ain't good. Uh, but this RK Bro being a team, I'm all for it. We've seen Orton yep. do everything at singles, and. Riddle is, I, I mean, all personal stuff and, and legal stuff aside, yep. more talented than what they booked him. I 100% agree. Yep. I, I still remember, uh, I think it might have been in NXT, the first time I saw him do that gut wrench when his opponent's outside the ring and he basically powers him up and over. Yes. And I remember seeing that thinking to myself, man, like you look at him and you don't think that he can do that, but he can do that. Like he, he's, he is very good in the ring and uh, I just love those guys together. They got a natural chemistry. I love that. It almost looks like he's trying to make Randy break. Yes. And a couple of times you'll see Randy kind of smirk and look away kind of thing. Like I, I just really enjoy it and I hope yeah. that they continue it on last thing on my list this week. And, and obviously if you go after this to fivefulselect.com, uh, the list goes on. We are going to talk about iron Mike Tyson. We're going to talk about Kenny oh, Omega. Yep, we're going to talk about Kenny Omega. We're going to talk about Angel Garza. We're going to talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. So we're going to talk about all that. But the last thing, you broke a little bit of news about WWE and MLW. Do you have anything more on that? Uh, I, I didn't break the news. Dave Meltzer okay. broke the news. But okay. it was it was disputed by uh, another outlet. And I I mean, I knew it to be true before it was disputed. Yes, there there have been talks between WWE and MLW. They go very, very high up in the company. So there were people even in NXT who were, were left in the dark about this. But we've mentioned this in the past. If you're in MLW, you are on WWE's radar. It's proven. They've been willing to tamper in the past yep. because you're on, on their radar. And um, the, the relationship between the two sides have been contentious in the past. I know that MLW had... Uh, sent some sent a legal threat WWE's way at one point over. And don't, over and don't forget that Bauer used to work there. Yes, so they, Bauer so used they to work each there other forever. Yeah, MLW swooped in and got that War Games trademark That's for a right. while, and That's right. very wisely because they made some money off of that. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that is a thing that, that there have been talks. I'm going to have more on it in the future. That to me is a win win. That's a win win. I I don't know why you don't do that deal. Because MLW, you get added exposure. They're yes. probably going to get a cash injection because I doubt they're going to do it all for free. So they're probably going to get a cash injection. Talent that's not getting enough ring time in the WWE system gets an extra place to work. Yes. It's a win-win. Like, why wouldn't you do that deal? So I I, uh, I expect we'll see it. And I know that there's certain guys in MLW that you know might look good in a WWE ring too. 
Jacob Fatu. Right. Him Hammer and Roman Reigns Stone, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mads Kruger. Uh, Leo Rush, we know, has looked good in a WWE ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it might, might be an opportunity for him to get another shot, which would be very nice. Yeah. Uh, and Court Bauer is notoriously good at being like the wrestler whisperer. He's able to get people who are problematic and have trouble come in, work TV, at least for a period of time before they end up screwing up again. So oh, you got low key. Good for him. Low key. Teddy Hart did it for a while. Teddy Hart. ACH, uh, Leo Rush. Like it's happened with a whole lot of people. ACH is still there. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah but Teddy um, Hart's gone. Yes. Long gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Long gone. I'd be surprised yeah. if he's working anywhere. He was trying to get wrestlers during Mania weekend to give him his, uh, give them his, the social security number, send them $6,000 via WhatsApp. He's weird. Uh, we have a mutual friend and uh, I hear stuff. Yeah. It's, it's all bad. I got to say. Yeah. Almanac yeah. says, I love to hate on Triple H as much as the next man, but I honestly prefer his wrestling product and vision for the future for WWE thoughts. I like WWE's lighting and all that. I like NXT's camera work, basic production, and booking a lot better. But NXT has fallen into some of the same traps. Like Kyle O'Reilly's on his third title shot yep. since the fall. I'm I'm over it. It feels like there's a lot of sameness in NXT. A lot. Although I like what they're doing with the women in the tag division and stuff, but it, it feels like there's a lot of sameness. So I agree with you on that. They need more. Uh, uh, I don't know why they don't use main roster talent that's underutilized and bring them there. It's such a logical, easy thing to do, and they don't do it. Yeah. Um, so. Luis, I read this as Ross Sap or Ross Crap at first. <laughs> and I was like, are you mad at me? Why do you want Hammerstone to beat me up? <laughs> Vasa says, love they put Sasha in the uh, SmackDown promo when we all see she's practically said, I'm not staying for this post-mania lull. See you at SummerSlam. Insert Sasha laugh. Uh, WWE's method, Jimmy. If they if you, they don't have plans for you at the top of the card, but they don't want to beat you, they just take you completely off TV. And yep. yep. I mean, that's, and, that's good for some, but I think it's bad for a lot of others. Jeff Hardy's on the main event taping all of a sudden. That, more so. happened on main event this week. You got like Ali and Ricochet, and Ali set it up with a great promo. You got Jinder Mahal returning, yep. Jeff Hardy returning, yep. a new version of Indu Share popping up. I was like, what the? Why? I mean, How I was it a new it. version. I didn't see it. How was it a new version? Uh, 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 they replaced Sarav, the, the fellow who spoiled the Keith Lee, uh, they Keith did? Lee thing last week. Yes. Uh, okay. They've got they've got a new, new fellow. Let me, uh, Dilser Shanky is who it is, the big fella. And how much time was Ali, Ali and Ricochet? How much time did they get? I don't know. It hasn't aired yet. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Jimmy Fingers 19 says, is Alexa Bliss actually <laughs> going to be back in the ring as an in-ring competitor after being gifted Bray's gimmick? Thought they would have remained as a duo. Alexa and Lizzie Dahl is not cutting it for me. Alexa's got a good gig. She's wrestled eight times since like August or September. And that's what Fiend was doing as well. So. Yep. I don't think we're going to see much of her in the ring. I think they're going to keep doing this stupid, silly shit, which is also not doing it for me. I mean, she's she's hinting now that she's got a plan in terms of her character. She's hinting. I posted a photo on social media. from It was from the Edge of Christian show. When Edge and Christian, one is sitting on one side of Bray Wyatt, the other is sitting on the other. They're pointing at him with a serious look. I put that picture on social media with the caption, are you just going to sit there and let her steal your gimmick? <laughs> He's doing nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like he literally, he literally went on television after meeting and said, "I feel reborn," and then whoosh, that's it. It's unbelievable, unbelievable how they fucked that up. It's crazy. Guys, head over to fightfulselect.com. We have the list goes on. Also tonight at seven p.m. Eastern, join me over on Stephanie Chase's channel. You know her from Digital Spy Wrestling Daily. We're going to be doing a bit of a blood and guts preview. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And then tonight, right after AEW Dynamite, we've got our AEW post show. And how about this? Tomorrow, you've seen a hundred of them. So listen to the 101st interview this week with Jeff Jarrett. That's right. And I'm going to be doing interviews with uh, talent from the 90s all month long. So check that out. But I did go out of my way to ask Jeff Jarrett things that he was not asked about in other interviews. Randy Savage in TNA, Monty Brown. We talked about a 1994 Royal Rumble that you never saw on TV, why that happened. So, you know, you know we're taking care of you. 
Mike Proventure says the Alexa Bliss stuff is a lot better if you pretend Lily is the haunted spirit of Lily Tomlin. I don't think it's good whatsoever, but I respect your opinion, Mike. I think maybe he's being sarcastic. I don't know, but it 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 is so the same. True. Every week it's the same. And it's not Alexa's fault. She's doing what they're telling her to do. It's not her fault. It's the same. And it's just just tired shit. Also, I'm positive Lily Tomlin's still alive. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Isn't she on like a big show right now? I don't know, but she is. I think he was trying to be sarcastic. Yeah, she's on like Grace and Frankie, isn't she? Isn't she? I got no idea whatsoever. My God. Guys, until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.